Hi and welcome to Think Healthy with Hayley. This is a podcast for women who are interested in health, fitness, weight loss and mindset. So if you want to feel more in control, enjoy food, stop dieting and just feel happier and healthier and getting to where you want to be, then this is the podcast for you. I hope you enjoy it. Let's get into the episode. So this episode is all about making the most of our time to prioritise our health and fitness goals along with everything else that's going on in life. Most of us are really busy and we're probably not using our time as well as we could be because we live in a world that's so distracting and overwhelming. There's always so many things to do and many of us could benefit from better time management taught how to do that. And these are just some tools that I picked up through various self-development courses and doing a lot of study into managing my own time because I've never been that great at it naturally and still have a lot of work to do. But these tools have been really helpful for either me or my clients or both. So firstly, what is time management? Quick definition is it's defined as the ability to use one's time effectively or productively, especially at work. So effective and productive, we obviously all want to be that. Many of us lose time through not having a plan for the day or not planning exactly when to do the important things. And then we have to keep making decisions all day and then the important things can often just slip off the list. And we can end up procrastinating or procrastinating snacking or getting distracted and just not having a, a set time for a task as well, which means it can last a lot longer than it needs to. Whereas if we have a deadline for tasks and we've set that time specifically, it can make us a lot more focused and efficient. And we can get those things done. But breaking this down more specifically into like how do successful time managing people make the most of their time? One of the key things is people who are successful with this decide how to use their time instead of reacting to what happens in their day. So this means planning and blocking out time for the most important things and for other things that need to be done that day. An analogy that can help with this is, imagine that your day is a glass jar and you can choose what you fill your day or your jar with. And you have a selection of rocks. You have some big rocks, some little rocks, and then you also have sand. And the big rocks represent important things like your family, big work tasks that really have to get done and looking after your health as well like eating well moving those are some of the big rocks you might have then the smaller rocks are important things but not as important as the big rocks they're things like other work tasks hobbies like they are important but maybe not every single day it could be messaging certain people and then you've got the sand is like things that are not important but really easy to do like social media surfing um the internet snacking when you're not actually hungry watching tv um non-important messages like getting involved in a whatsapp group chat that's kind of not really going anywhere arguing on with people online like that kind of thing and often without thinking about this we tend to fill up our day with rocks and sand like little rocks and sand and it leaves no room for the big rocks the big rocks are important but they take up more room so they need to go in there first and then you can put the little rocks on top and then sand can fill the gaps in between 
So then we need to think more clearly about what are the big rocks in your day? So for most people, the big rocks are their family, their partner, children, friends, key work tasks that are really important to get done, exercise and then any aspects of health, as in nutrition, eating well, getting enough sleep, moving and resting as well. Sometimes we don't see them as big rocks on the day, but when we think about it, they they really are. Um, we often lose space and time in our day as well by filling it with those things like scrolling and social media and internet and non-essential tasks. So we can feel really busy, but it's not hugely productive. And it can be things like searching around like for the best deal to buy something, like looking for the cheapest price online to save a few pounds, when the time saved from like just buying something that you, you know is good, and it might not be the very cheapest thing, but it's like it's a reasonable price. Things like that, like just going for the thing you found first rather than spending hours searching for the cheapest option. The time you can save from making that quicker decision is often a lot more valuable than a few pounds. Obviously, we're all in a cost of living crisis, so this is dependent on your situation. But a lot of the times it can be really easy to end up searching for bargains and actually the time lost in doing that could have been spent on something that either earns you more money or earns you more quality time with people you love people you love for example it could also be like sending messages um that aren't important doing things for other people that you only agree to do to please them like giving in to any people pleasing tendencies and just doing things that you feel like you should but you don't actually want to this is where so many women in particular lose time because we we want to please others we want to look after them to help them and often we are people pleasers that we feel better for doing those things but it's kind of it doesn't help us at all and we're doing it because we feel obliged to do it we feel like we should do it and it just has a really negative impact on on our own lives and then we're not our best selves for everyone else so it doesn't help everyone else either if you fill your day with the little things there's not enough room for the big rocks and it's so easy to put these things off and like you can get by without doing the big rocks for your health on a given day you can plow through and get stuff done but if you're not eating well you're not getting enough nutrition not maybe having food at the right times and therefore you end up overeating later in the day if you're not moving regularly and you're not getting enough sleep and rest like your health is gradually getting worse even if you can't see it yet and you might be able to see it you might be gaining weight you might not be happy with your current weight but with or without that your metabolic health blood pressure, blood sugar levels, cholesterol, various hormone levels, the amount of muscle you have, your bone density, various other elements of health are all being affected if there's not good habits and routines supporting your health on a daily basis. And at some point that damage becomes noticeable and very hard, if not impossible, to reverse. And that isn't to be like scaremongering, but it happens to so many people. And many of us know that we need to prioritise our health but we struggle to find the time to do it. And hopefully this podcast and other podcasts I've done and my Instagram page can all help with that to give you advice that is more specific and streamlined and things you can take and put into action. But so many people just push through, trying to get all their work stuff done, trying to help everyone else, not eating good enough nutrition and then getting to the end of the day, feeling exhausted then binging or overeating on junk food and, and then staying up late to finally get that downtime they've been missing all day 
and then they lose sleep and then it's this vicious cycle that's so easy to get stuck in and if this is you it's important to not feel guilty about that because it's it's just part of the, the world we live in our modern lifestyle it's very easy to slip into that but anyone who knows like someone who's suffering with illness or disease can agree there's nothing more important than our health and there is so much we can do to break those cycles and protect ourselves and improve our health and reduce the risk of various diseases and just get the most out of life as well. So to do that, we need to plan in the big rocks first and that's our health is a massive part of that. And then plan what else needs to be done from all the other things, all the, the smaller rocks and the other big rocks, which might be work as well. One thing to consider is can you plan your food for the day? This makes life a lot easier if weight loss is your goal in particular, and this is a hugely key habit to adopt, it means less thinking later in the day. It means you're more likely to have energy and focus because you've planned your nutrition and it's at the right times when you're going to need it. So it helps you achieve your goals in terms of health and weight loss and with everything else. If you're eating well, eating regularly, good nutrition, you're going to feel better. You're going to get more done in the day. There's also going to be less time wasted on making decisions about food, overthinking your food as well and like thinking that have I had enough protein today like should I have this is this going to fit in my calories or is this bad should I have had something else and it also means less time wasted overeating through just feeling really hungry when you get to the end of the day and then having a portion size that's too big or snacking on things because you're just grabbing stuff on the go and losing time that actually could have been spent so much better or eating foods that are much better for you so with planning food we want easy healthy options protein vegetables fruit some healthy fats protein in each meal and then plenty of veg at dinner is like half a plate of vegetables at dinner is a great strategy to go for fruit for snacks protein for snacks things like protein shakes high protein yogurts baby bell boiled eggs and then healthy fats in there somewhere it was really important for just our general health and brain health heart health hormonal health and that's healthy fats would be avocado, olive oil, nuts, seeds, oily fish, probably something else that I've forgotten. But various podcasts talk about specifics in terms of planning food, so I won't go into that in depth here. And my Instagram page has some uh, infographics about that as well, so hopefully that's helpful. But planning your food to make sure it's nutritious, but also things you're going to enjoy as well, and things that work for you in terms of not taking too much of your time. But once you've built habits with that, you'll find things that work in terms of easy go-to meal options easy snacks and then it becomes so much easier and it requires less thinking once you've put in that initial bit of work just to get a structure that works and then thinking about when are you going to move today like when are you going to go for a walk or do a workout it could be just doing things like checking the forecast if you're going out for a walk you want to walk that day is there a part of the day when the sun might be out and it's not raining if it is going to rain, is it something that you need to make sure you've got your jacket and your shoes ready to go? If you're going to do a workout, do you need your gym kit ready in your car or do you need your home workout stuff laid out ready to go? Maybe getting up in the morning and having your workout gear ready to put on straight away so you're going to get that workout done because you're already wearing the clothes. Little things like thinking, where's it going to fit? And then how can I make it easier to do it in the moment as well? How can I set myself up to make that process, like that goal, of looking after my health and fitness like easier to do when I get there given that I know I'm going to be busy and rushing by that point can I make it easier for myself and can I book in that time and then for tasks like planning how long you want to spend on particular tasks and having that set time to start and finish 
can make a huge difference to how long things take and how much you can get done. Something that can help a lot is the Pomodoro technique. And that is a time management method based on the original method was based on 25 minute stretches of focused work broken by five minute breaks every 25 minutes. But you can do this longer. Like you could decide to try anything from half an hour to 50, 55 minutes of focused work time and then have a break for five to 10 minutes. And I would recommend no more than 55 minutes of work with a five minute break. It's so tempting to plough on past that point, but there's a lot of research that shows that we we work better, we get more done if we have regular breaks. And by condensing it into that time, you can stay more focused, you can get more done, then you have a break. And in that break, it's so important as well to get up and move and do something, rather than be just sat still for long periods of time. Even just getting up, having a quick stretch, grabbing a glass of water, it's amazing the difference that can make to our metabolic health. Things that we can't really easily check on, but our blood pressure, our blood sugar levels, just the ability for our body to function well and have muscles and joints that feel good. We're not going to get as stiff. We're going to improve so many aspects of health just by getting up and moving regularly. And that's physical health improved, but it's also good for our focus and our mental health as well. So plan how long each key task needs in your day and then tailor your Pomodoro to suit that. Your Pomodoro is like the Italian word for tomato. So it was developed by an Italian, but essentially it's these focused periods of time working with a specific break as well and chunking things down, batching tasks through the day. Going back to health as well, it can be helpful to schedule in workouts or daily walks or rest, rest as well, and then time to wind down before bed. Experimenting with this is good because some people find it's really helpful to have a very set structure and blocks of time for different things. Other people like to be a bit more flexible, but just building a habit and routine around that can be very, very key. Many of my clients find it helpful to plan their workouts into their diary or their calendar and hold that as like a meeting with themselves. So it's in there just like you'd book in a meeting with anybody else. It's in there as an appointment with you. And then we need to hold it to the same standards that we have for when we meet other people. If you've got a meeting in your diary with somebody else, you would show up for them, right? You wouldn't just decide, ah, actually, I can't be bothered. Don't really feel like it or I've got too much to do. I'm just going to leave that person sitting in the cafe waiting for me and they can just crack on with their day and I won't meet them. We wouldn't do that. We'd show up, we'd go and meet that person. And so having that appointment means you need to show up and meet yourself at that time and do that workout. And it helps with focus and productivity because there is so much research that shows we're more focused and productive when we're regularly exercising and we're healthier and we live longer. So we have to make it a priority. You could use Google Calendar for that and maybe schedule things in. With Google Calendar, it's great because you can have it as a recurring appointment. So you could have three workouts like scheduled into your week and you can always drag them around a little bit if you need to change the time. But if they're recurring every week, you can see, okay, I've got my workouts I need to do this week. I, you could book in anything else like walks or runs or anything else for your health and fitness. And then it's always going to appear on your calendar if you use something like Google Google Calendar. And then you're going to see it and you can make sure that that gets done. It has that time in your day. Other things that can help to make more time, delegating any tasks that you possibly can, whether that's outsourcing to colleagues or to family, if you can get the kids involved in things, or just asking your partner to do more. 
it could be something like hiring a cleaner to come around and just clean the house once a week. And that could be a game changer if you spend a lot of time doing housework. You can end up thinking it's going to cost more to have that person come in. But what could you do with the time that you save? That could earn so much more in terms of either getting more work done or having more quality time, which means you're better at something else because you've had that time to rest or spend time with other people. Essentially paying someone to do tasks that you hate doing, there's so much you can save in terms of the time and the mental health as well that you can protect and save to put into something else if you're paying someone else to do those tasks that you just really don't like. If it saves you time, you can use it productively and it kind of then saves you money as well. Something else that is helpful is a list of two to ten minute activities that you can do that you can just put into action when you realise you've got a little bit of a gap in your day. Many of us have these like two to ten minute slots regularly that we're not really doing something specific or productive and we can end up just using that time scrolling, just wasting time. And if you've got a list of things that you can do in two to ten minutes, it can help you avoid scrolling and just wasting that time when when that time is there and there's actually so many more things you can then potentially get done and feel feel quite productive and empowered as a result and deciding social media has its own set time is a really helpful part of this because we can often just click on facebook click on instagram tiktok whatever whenever there's a few minutes spare or we're just a bit bored or just need a change of of task like we'll go and click on the app whereas if you've decided I'm only going to go on social media at, say, seven o'clock tonight for 20 minutes and then I'm done, then you can decide if spare time crops up elsewhere, you can tackle something on that list. And these could be things that support your goals. They could be just like broken down into really small steps that only take a few minutes to do. And I'll give a few examples of that in a second. Or it could be random stuff that needs doing, but it's not urgent at a particular time. And I'll give you some examples of that too. But one other important thing could be resting, like specifically choosing to sit and do nothing or just to have a cup of tea or go and sit in the garden or just sit and not feel at all guilty, just rest. And it's so important that we do this and so many of us feel guilty and just keep on working the whole time when actually if we can sit and rest, even for just a couple of minutes, we can bring our nervous system down, we can reduce our stress levels, we can help ourselves get some more clarity on what we need to do in the day. We can feel mentally so much better, which has an impact on our physical health as well. And it can reduce the likelihood of emotional eating, binge eating later on. Because often many of us have built the habit of eating to get a rest because we, we feel guilty when we sit and do nothing. So the only time we actually get a rest is when we're zoned out eating some food. And our brain has essentially learned if it wants to take a break, it needs to send you to the kitchen to get a snack. And that's the way you're going to just zone out and not be thinking the whole time. So if you recognise that could be a pattern, then it's definitely helpful to actually plan in a specific rest. To sit and do nothing, to just breathe, connect to your breathing, have a cup of tea or do something just calming and relaxing or just do nothing. But sit with that. And if you notice stress emerges as a result of that or uncomfortable thoughts and feelings... That's a really good thing to work on because we all need that time to sit and do nothing. None of us should feel guilty for taking a little bit of time to rest. And actually, it makes us more effective and productive elsewhere. Other ideas for things you could do in two to ten minutes 
it could be something like decluttering a really small area of your house like a desk or a drawer or just folding some clothes doing a bit of laundry but really quickly and then just moving on to the next task within 10 minutes and just chipping away then at things that can impact our, our mental health as well if there is a bit of clutter just a few minutes just tidying one area can actually have a really positive impact on how we feel it could be something like prepping your food getting your workout gear ready for later or for the next day it could be just sending a few emails catching up on some messages in a, in a batch time rather than reacting to messages and emails as they come in it could be just batching them for a certain time and then speed replying to a few things in a 10 minute batch set time and then leaving it again for a few hours it could be deleting photos and emails on your phone to create a bit of space like a digital declutter it could be researching a few new recipes you want to try out it could be reaching out to one friend and booking a time to catch up with them could be a few stretches or a, a very mini workout just to get some movement into your day and if you struggle for time to read and you want to learn more about nutrition mindset tools for weight loss anything else like that listening to podcasts and audiobooks while doing stuff even for just a few minutes can also help a lot so if you're doing some laundry for example or just clearing up the kitchen plugging in a podcast for even just five to ten minutes while you do that can help with just drip feeding in that really useful information that actually can make a big difference but we often just don't find time otherwise maybe we don't find time to sit and read a book like we'd love to do but you could listen to a few minutes on Audible or you could listen to a few minutes of a podcast that gives you some really useful insights. This could be while prepping dinner and things like that too. And that's been a game changer for a lot of my clients. Again, just having that on while doing other tasks, that tasks that don't need much thinking. So you can be just doing something kind of that needs to be done and also taking in something that's really useful. And when you just listen for five or ten minutes, sometimes that's better than listening to a whole hour's worth of content. Because in a whole hour, you can forget stuff, you can zone out. But if it's a few minutes, you might just pick up one useful insight there that you can actually take away and put into action. So that can also be a helpful tool. And with these with these ideas of things you can do in two to ten minutes, having a list of these things ready on your phone or somewhere else that's easy to access can be really helpful. So whenever you notice, hey, I've got just a short window of time, Let's click onto that list and just see which of these do I want to do. And then, so another thing that successful people do is anticipating obstacles. So asking the question, if there was one thing that might make my plan challenging today, what would that be? And this works with food plans. It works with task plans, work, like work schedule. Just really asking that question. What could throw me off track today? Like where could this maybe not work the way I want it to. This can come with like, expecting things to take longer than we think they're going to take. Very often that's the case. And also expecting to get distracted and doing what you can to minimise that distraction by having a clear environment. Turning your phone into flight mode can be really helpful, putting it in another room if possible. But also it's important to not worry and feel bad if you do get distracted. So just getting back to the task and keeping going. Because even the most productive people get distracted. We live in a very distracting world. And productive people aren't perfect. They just set up their environment to minimise distractions. And they get back on track quicker when they've gone off. And they ask that question, like, how can I make this easier today? Or if there was one thing that would be a challenge today, what might that be? And then what can I do about that? 
So if you do notice you've gone off track, you've been distracted, not getting stuff done, it's so important to to not waste any more time like feeling bad about that and, and beating yourself up for anything, whether it's for poor time management or just getting distracted or anything else in life. We lose a lot of time and energy through just criticising ourselves for feeling guilty for things. We need to direct that time and energy to thinking about what you want to do and who you want to be. And breaking that down then into small action steps that you can actually take and then taking that next step. And then feeling proud of that as well. Because every little step that you take towards doing what you want to do and being who you want to be, if you enjoy that, then you enjoy the process of getting to the goals that you've got. And if you enjoy the process, as with everything, you create fantastic results from that because you keep going. So many of us get caught up in just waiting for the outcome in order to feel good. So waiting till we've done all the things or we've got to the weight loss goal, then we deserve to feel happy. But actually with managing time and with achieving weight loss, it's so important to recognise the wins, recognise the fact that you're putting these things into action and taking maybe messy, imperfect action, but still taking action, just working on 1% better, making progress, refining as you go. And if you can notice that and feel proud for it and celebrate the little wins along the way, you will keep doing it. Your brain will get that little hit of dopamine from feeling good, feeling satisfied about doing that thing. And it will then make you want to keep doing it, make it easier to do it again next time. And with that, if you keep on repeating habits and building them, you've got consistency. And if you have consistency and you just keep on refining things as you go, you create fantastic results. So hope that was helpful. That was a whistle-stop tour of hopefully useful strategies for managing time, getting more done and supporting your health and weight loss goals as well. Any thoughts, any questions, please feel free to get in touch. My email is hayley at hayleyplumber.co.uk or come find me on Facebook or Instagram by the links in the show notes. Have a great day and speak to you again soon. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, if I can help you in any way, please feel free to get in contact with me via my website, hayleyplumber.co.uk or come find me on Facebook or Instagram and I would love to connect with you. I hope you have an amazing day and I'll speak to you soon.